interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. That always happens. The first time that shit happens to me, my fucking mic doesn't work. I forgot to put it on. Well, fuck it. Let me see. All right, so we're good to go. Welcome back to the Words on Fire podcast. Your boy Cujo riding solo today. Uh, all my other, uh, my boys Vince, my boy uh, Jules, they're all doing better shit. <laughs> That's a better, <laughs> better shit to do I'm than what I'm at right now. Bit. I'm a little offended. Oh, you must be a leftist. <laughs> you must be a fucking leftist. Uh, these guys that we have next to me. <laughs> <laughs> These guys that we have next to me go by the, they have a podcast themselves actually and I believe I'm and I'm I know I'm gonna get the name wrong, dude. Hey, just it, FYI, dude, I always get the name everybody's fucking name wrong. I'm just a little uh I can't even say the R word anymore and now it's been forced to that. I'm a little tarted. <laughs> so I, I know now I'm it's gonna, a T word. <laughs> yeah, not the T word now. Yeah, so that way I'm gonna fuck it up. Uh it's from uh, a Fu and his friend. It's Jordan and Marco. We are uh, local uh, stand-up comedians, right? Yeah, That's man. right. Jordan and Marco, what's good, guys? I was expecting you to answer first, man. No, You're the young one. Your brain's quicker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, the thing is, we just got back at like 1 in the morning. That's true. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys at? Uh, we are at In the Mountain Gods again, dude. Okay. Where's, where's, that, where's that at, Jordan? It's in New Mexico. Yeah, what's oh, the name of the town? It's in the United States. <laughs> Uh, you can't say it. It's in our hemisphere. Mescalero. 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 I thought it was in Rio also. It's right next to it. Well, oh, oh, we we can't say that. We can't say that. No, we not here. Say, you can say no. it here. You just can't oh, say it like, when you're out there. Well, my Why? contract. Uh, because it's its yeah. own little town. It's yeah. its own little. It's one of the things, uh, one of the rules there you can't say. Oh, they, no shit. It's like, um, like Washington, D.C. It's its own little shit, even though it's in the middle of everything else. Yeah. You yeah. Just, really? Yeah. So if you, if you go out there and you're like, hey, how's it going, Ridoso? They'll get upset at you. They probably won't ask you back. Really? Yeah, dude. You'll get the, a real close look with the lake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, that good, fucking dude. stickler. So is it, is it just the the end that's part of Mescalero? Is there the whole, is there like a bigger patch of it or is it just? No, I think I think Mescalero is a way bigger area than okay. just than just in the Mountain Gods. I believe it's it's its own like town. Like mm-hmm. there, there's you see a lot of signs before you actually get up to the casino resort. Oh, okay. And then, but then as you pass the resort, and you didn't see this, right? But yeah. Maybe we'll check <laughs> it out <laughs> next time. But if, I know there's a lot of pass- wrong way signs. <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, I hope it's the right way we're going. Dude. Once once you pass the resort, less than five minutes uh, on that same road that you're on, mm-hmm. uh, you hit Ridoso. Oh, see, I don't even know. I never, I've never been to the end of the mountain gods i always drive past it right, right to read those yeah because yeah. we always go camping and whatnot yeah, and yeah. i've never bothered fucking painting it's all once i see woods it's all real also from there like it's oh, fucking sure. it's yeah. all real though so it's all cold and shit well trust trust me to me the same way goes except yeah. when i'm there in mescalero yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah. you're getting paid for it you gotta know where the fuck you're <laughs> where the fuck you're at you gotta represent the right there motherfuckers go, right? Yeah. oh shit so how long how long have you guys been doing your podcast uh, uh, a fool and his friend I haven't really kept track, man. Neither of uh, four or five months. Around okay, I'd no, say around it's got to be longer than that, really. No, only four it feels or five like three years. So. Man. Yeah. Really? I know well, we've got. I can tell you this: we've got we've got thirty eight episodes coming up. No, mm-hmm. 36 around there. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what made you guys start a podcast? 
Huh, that's a really good question. My buddy Joe Rogan hit me up and he was okay. like, look, is this, this might be a good thing for you. <laughs> it's worked for me. No people. It's he's worked like, for me so far. Yeah, I got, he's like, I got a good cut from it. And I was like, yeah, you're right, Joe. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, okay. I was, and then he took off in his jet. And I was like, all right, later, Joe. <laughs> Peace out, dude. Yeah. Joe Rogan, damn. Right. That motherfucker's yeah. banking on everything, dude. It's Ooh. crazy, man. That, but, those Spotify deals are crazy. But he's been doing this, the the podcast for what, like fifteen years, some shit like that. Dude, Has back he when he back when, dude, back when yeah. he first started, it was like in a room in an apartment where they had like uh, you know like the Zoom mm-hmm. videos are. That's how his podcast was, where it yeah. was just a camera on them, like directly. <clears throat> yeah, so, he was like in his garage, or his friend's yeah. garage, or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it was way back, like it looked like old Zoom videos nowadays. Yeah. So he's been at it for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I know that's kind of how like we got started. My uh, my homeboy uh, Vince, he's the one that was into Rogan. Like uh, that's his Jesus Christ. Yeah. And wow. uh, so he's like, "Ah, bro, you know what? This." You know, he was talking to me about it because I like I never listened to a podcast before. And I was like, "Dude, mm-hmm. I don't have fucking time." Yeah. But um. You know, when he was telling me about it, and then you see the different list of um, people that he would have on, it's not just his, his friends or whatnot. I know. He has some really, yeah, really interesting people. Going yeah, it, and it's and it's crazy because, like, when you see, like, when you see a certain star, right? Like, say, uh, Bill Burr, right? Like, Bill yeah. Burr's the hottest shit right now. Uh, right, right. And you see him, like, in his natural habitat as opposed to, like, when he's on stage or on camera or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's wild seeing that behind-the-scenes look. For sure. And that's the one thing that, that I've always loved about this cat. I mean, besides the fact he's always high as shit when he's doing or drunk as shit. Um, you know, it, it's pretty fucking interesting, man. Uh, but so what gets you guys into stand-up comedy, dude? You can go first. Did you start before <laughs> are you, me? Are you, you sure? started before sure me? You, you, you started before me? Oh, man. What got me into stand-up comedy? Well, um, as a kid, uh, just finishing up my uh, senior year of high school, I was working at the comic strip. Oh, okay. And I got to meet a lot of these interesting guys and mm-hmm. get a feel for it and everything. I was always a fan, you know. I always, right. I always loved it and uh, moved out to California. Uh, what would, it would have been like in 2013 or so. I was out there for about four years, and mm. when I lived out there, I, I would go out to my my brother's wife's brother has a good buddy that would do showcases and open mics out there. Okay. He would run them. So I would Joe go Rogan. Oh, well, I, I don't want to name drop again. <laughs> but, name you know. drop. Pete. His name's Pete Munoz. He's a really, really talented <laughs> That's comedian. Pete Rogan. Joe's a cousin. <laughs> and uh, so he would he would put on the shows. I would go check him out uh, specifically at this one location because it was it was kind of close in the in the area of the Bay Area that I lived in. Okay. So I would go check that out and always kind of was interested at that point to get into it, but I never had the nerve to do it. Right. So uh, four years later, moved back to El Paso. Uh, just out of curiosity, decided mm-hmm. to check out the scene. I'm a musician as well, so okay. I would I was I was familiar with open mics and going out and doing that sort of thing for right. forever. And uh, came back, uh, checked out the scene. A buddy of mine happened to be running a mic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. I just happened to run into him at a bar where he was doing this, right. and uh, I happened to open my mouth and say to him, "Oh man, well if you're here next week, I might try out. I'll come. I'll get up and do a few minutes." Yeah. And of course, he had to be there the next right. week because he was running the deal. Yeah. So <laughs> I ended up—I I stuck to my word. I went back that next week, and mm-hmm. uh, and I did about five minutes or so. Felt great, did well, and mm-hmm. just continued from there. That was did, a little over three years ago. Damn. So, did you already have material ready to go, or was it just like, no. oh fuck, he's here? No, it, I gotta wing this shit. No, no. Uh, for that week, I worked on something just in case, and mm-hmm. I just prayed that he wouldn't show up. His own show and shit. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, and I even, you know, I well, see, even up until up until the next week, mm-hmm. 
I didn't know because that night that I saw him there, it mm. was his show, but he wasn't hosting it. Okay. Right. So I didn't even know that night that he had anything to do with the show. Oh, okay. Right. So that means that when I showed up the next week at that point, until I saw him walk in, mm -hmm. I still didn't know he had anything to do with the show. And, and right. I even said to him, I said, man, I was, I said, two more minutes and I would have turned around and walked out, man. I was hoping you weren't going to show up. And that's when he told me, no, I kind of have to. Mm. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's when my, I found out. That's like, my oh, shit. Okay, well. <laughs> Damn. What about you, Drake? Man, I come, I come away from a TRC, man. So like, we don't have entertainment, that? dude. We have to shoot the consequences. Your consequences. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's when I moved there, I was like, are we stopping here? This yeah. is where the journey ends? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, just coming out, like, for me, man, like, I, when I was a younger kid, mm -hmm. I never was, like, this dude's been on the stage, like, music-wise and everything. I was right. always that shy kid. Like, if you don't, if I don't know who you are, you've been co-signed by, like, my family or something, mm -hmm. I don't talk to you. I was a super shy kid. Right. But I remember being, like, with other kids and stuff. Like, I was like, cool, they can make people laugh, but it's kind of, like, dumb stuff playing around, you know? Mm -hmm. But I was like, with adults, for some reason, like, I was like, why are they laughing? Like, there's some, something they're saying is funny. I don't really understand it, but mm -hmm. I know it's funny in a sense. And uh, eventually... It's kind of like a New Year's resolution. I was like, man, I'm in cruises. I'm not really doing nothing. I want to try stand-up. Okay. I started listening to podcasts a little bit, like doing open mics. But mm -hmm. everywhere I live, they don't have that open mic for comedy. It's always music, 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 and that's it. Right. So naturally, so, where do you look? An arcade. <laughs> oh, shit. Essentially, I wanted to be there. But you still have arcades? God uh, yeah, damn. Yeah, they're still around, man. Yeah. No way. So I started driving... Uh, hour every night up to El Paso like trying to find a, a bar to just like wait watch mm -hmm. comedy so that's where I'll start trying to make like adults laugh and like, like alright cool dude like try to make strangers laugh now it's right. very different compared to like people you know yeah well what do you yeah. think what do you think is a big difference what, what makes it so foreign they don't know you dude like they could hear they see you get on a mic and they hear something you say and they're like this guy's just an asshole like, right, they, they right fuck this guy dude what right. he's talking about there he looks he looks very different when we're seeing in a bar and also mm -hmm. we're not here for this we're not yeah. here to see a, a guy tell us jokes mm -hmm. to try to do art in a bar dude <laughs> shut up that's when turn you know the jukebox back yeah. do the jukebox back on right in this full like, that's when you know you might have something right when you're doing it at a bar where they're just there to drink and hang out with their friends and then right. they turn around like oh shit. yeah like who the fuck is this uh -huh. yeah yeah exactly so the the uh, Seen here in El Paso, as far as for stand-up comedy uh, comedians, how is it? Is it? Is it? Do you guys get a lot of good feedback? Is it more of that? What the fuck are these guys doing up here? Why are they wasting our time? Or shut these guys the fuck up? Or oh, you're asking how is about it? a different aspect. Yeah, a lack you, of mics might show that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, but you're asking more from the from the other side, from like the from like the the audience side and everything, and what right. they see. And I mean, I, I I think they're they're well received for mm -hmm. sure. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, but but at some sometimes there aren't a whole lot of them for for these open micers to go out and get practice to get to the right. next level and stuff like that yeah. right uh but as far as like i mean as, as as long as you don't have you know comics that are there that are actively doing like really really messed up stuff to mm -hmm. to derail the show Mm -hmm. you know, the crowd pretty much they they, they dig it you, know, you guys they, get heckled a lot here there's that time dude, yeah i had a dude happens, with yeah. one leg heckle yeah. me the best ever dude oh, I, I saw when i got there because i was at a show the week before there's a little bit he, of video of that isn't yeah, there? yeah yeah he came back the next week right <laughs> and i saw some comics like we're gonna leave and i was like why They're like because that guy's here <laughs> and i was like well I this one might can be it i'm gonna stay here right and uh this is the best heckle i've probably heard in a long time where he called me a nip because i said i was asian and mm -hmm. i was like I don't know what that means. I usually just hear chink. Mm. And he goes, and it was at night, and he was like, well, 
it's really it's really nippy outside. Don't you chink so? And I was like, oh, oh shit. I was like, that's awesome. I was like, that's great. I was laughing. He was like, he was like, oh my bad. Dude. I was like, I don't care, dude. I was like, it's all good. This is so funny to me. Like it's such a good time. And at the end of the night, like like I said, these guys are. This guy just wanted to be a part of it. It's like mess right. around. We knew what he was gonna be about. And he shook my hand. He was like, dude, just. Look at me. And I was like, yeah, you got one leg. You got nothing to lose, dude. Right. Like, you well, just want someone to treat you as normal and fuck around with you and like, right. talk shit. That's all it is. To so be like, fair, he could have lost another leg. Yeah. After that night, he almost did, dude. <laughs> yeah, you should, <laughs> should have told him break a leg next time. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. It's, it's just di- different bars, different parts of the city, dude. Yeah. Different yeah. nights. Right now in the summer when it's so hot, everyone's getting a little drunk earlier. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Yeah, dude, shows might timing, get a little crazy earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Timing of everything. When you go up on that lineup, it could be so much different from when the, when the show started. It's mm-hmm. so different, dude. So where would you prefer to be? Like, say you got a lineup of like six comedians. Where would you prefer to be in that lineup? Ooh. One through six. I mean, six. I'm a natural headliner, but I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's a Joe Rogan in you. Yeah. <laughs> probably like in the, either a sweet spot, either one, probably get it going, or like three, just to... One as of late before to be like a three to get mm. the first few comics up. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I, I went, dude, I have a bad habit of showing up early everywhere. Shit. Like, yeah, like if you told me to be here at like eight, I'll be there at like 6 30 in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 minutes, I got to find it first. Right. Then just an hour of like, I'm in the car preparing mentally. I'm mm. going in there, kind of just people watching, like, all right, what are you guys up to? You guys drinking? What's going on? Da, da, da. I'm like watching it. And everyone gets there, like, usually in El Paso, El Paso time, 30 minutes late. Yep. And I've been there, so I'm like, I've already got this whole room scope. Like I've already noticed some people checking it out. So right. it helps a lot doing that. So I usually like to go like two or three because I kind of know where the crowd is at, mm. see what they're doing. But also make sure you know, if the crowd's not good. Yeah, the comments <laughs> got to go first. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll go after you. <laughs> Let everybody else yeah. fucking die by the sword, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm like, I'll yeah. join you later, but I'm going to wait, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Mark? Go, it's, man, I tell you, it's, it's rare that I will sign up before four. Okay, it's gonna be four or after usually. I like to I like to see the first three comics mm-hmm. go up, and if and if, if slot four is open, that's where I want to go. Okay, yeah. so I, I I'm so I know I mentioned Bill Burr earlier. I was watching. Uh, I've been like on a on a I've, I've heard crazy that, trip lately, dude. Bill Burr, I've heard it. Yeah. I mean, he's never done Mescaletto, but I mean, <laughs> he's, whatever. I heard he's doing all right. <laughs> Why well, he's too good for Mescaletto? Yeah. No, so he he's not good really, enough, from what I hear. Yeah, he's a new also. He's oh, really? a new that's why. They, they got feuding, <laughs> right. got the feuding beefs. Well, if you're going to do Redosa, you, right. can't, you can't do Mescalero. We can't have that shit yeah. here. He was at the Out of the Mountain Gods. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was hearing, you know, the, the way, uh, one of the things he got really famous for was his rant he had in uh, Philly, right? right? And, and, and that's one thing that they keep on talking to him about, that mm-hmm. I guess he saw, I guess his whole lineup, so for those of you that don't know, there's a lineup at, at a similar, I guess, event. Like you were saying, there's it was, it was a bunch of musicians. They threw in a bunch of comedians together, and the lineup of comedians they had were like fucking nothing but like headliners. It was like ten in a row, and Philly fans are just needless to say they're fucking assholes. No matter oh, yeah. where you're at, whether you're at a sporting event or you're at a fucking at a church, no matter where the fuck you're at, the they're fans, all fucking the people, assholes. Anything related? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so when when I guess he went up like uh, he was like third or fourth one in the, in the lineup, and everybody in front of him which is getting shitted on. Mm. So he said he went up there and started doing this thing because I guess everybody was going to have 15 minutes or whatnot to do their, you know, to do their bit. And he said when he went up there, the first 30 seconds, he just got shitted on by everybody. Like nobody laughed. His, his, his biggest, his first joke, like the opening joke, 
he didn't realize was the same joke that they were running in the promos. Uh, so as soon as they heard it, they're like, oh, there's nothing new. It's all old shit, right? Because right, right. you've, you've heard it about 50 fucking times by the time you go to the yeah. show. So when he heard it, he says that nobody laughed. So this dude said he just fucking, he said, fuck you. And he started shitting on everybody oh, wow. for the other 14 minutes. <laughs> that he even started counting it. Like he'd start talking. Yeah. Oh, you know what? All you guys are worth this piece of shit. 13 minutes left. And now I got then He would just go on and on and on and just fucking slay everybody. And then he was saying that the next spot he went to, they expected the same thing. Because mm-hmm. once you get known for a certain, you know, a certain right. style, they expect it to be like that. For sure. And he was saying one, one, there's one of two things he could have done. He could have done the same thing. And then now that's his niche. Or he could have come back and done his, his, his material, original yeah. shit that he has. And he says, you know, luckily he went with the original material and, and, and you know, and it killed because the the dude's wild. I mean, any, well, that's when he had hair. Any fucking, huh. any fucking. Redhead ginger. Yeah, redhead ginger already, that's fucking yeah. angry is fucking hilarious. How can you yeah. not laugh at a fucking angry ginger? Right. I mean, that's practically a leprechaun right there. Like, huh. <laughs> well, he is out of Boston and shit, so I mean, that kind of fits in perfectly. But then you hear shit like that and it's like, dude. And I know he said, like, even though he bombed that at Philly, he, he talks about how much of a great blessing it was because, uh, you know, and I could never I, I could never contemplate doing something and then you just get zero laughs, Man. zero feedback. Some, sometimes you learn more from from getting shit on on stage than, right. than you do having a great show. Mm. You know, I mean, how long do you think that takes for you to? You know, fucking bomb before you start. Well, I'll get once I mean, <laughs> after that, you're good to go. I, so, so yeah, that's kind of funny, right? Well, I actually had the privilege to watch him start out. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that. Oh, shit, cut it, cut it. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, and uh, I got I got to give him credit, man. I mean, I saw something that first time I saw him hit the stage. I mm-hmm. thought that he had some talent. You know, there was definitely some potential there. Right. But you could all you could see the nerves. Uh, you know, and and he wasn't as prepared as he probably should have been and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and uh, we talked a little bit as well as a couple of other comedians that night after he got off the stage. And I, honestly, man, I was like, man, I hope this cat comes back. I hope this right. kid comes back and tries again. And the next week I'm there and sure shit, he shows up mm-hmm. and he starts doing his stuff. And I, and I, the whole time he's, he's up there, I'm thinking to myself, damn, well, he listened to us. You know, he took, yeah. he took some of this advice and he, you know, worked his stuff out and he mm. got up there and then, yeah, man, he did, he did great. I, 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 I thought it was, I've never really seen him do Dewey's. very, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I haven't really ever seen him do that poorly. You mm. know? For me, I had, I, when I started, I had three really, really good shows. Right. And then the fourth one was, uh, not so. Oh man, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, there was nobody paying attention. No. You know, at one point I turned around to another comedian that was sitting in the corner mm-hmm. and I'm looking at her and she just looks at me and she's just like, keep going, just keep going. I was like, all yeah. right, you know, nobody's, I mean, I was like, I could stand here for five minutes completely silent. It'd be the same shit. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, because I, I know Chappelle did that one time. He had gotten, uh, I guess before everybody started hating on him before his last special, yeah, he had done a spe- he had done something and everybody was just booing him. And I know his thing is the cell phone, right? Like he doesn't like people taking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recording like or whatnot. Bags to take yeah, phones away, yeah, yeah. So somebody had gotten a phone in there and it just pissed him off. And he's like, you know what? 
I'm getting paid regardless if you guys listen to me or not. I'm just going to sit here for the next 35 minutes and I do a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure as shit, he just said this. Yeah. Like a fucking beast. Yeah. Did you did you happen to the this is changing the subject slightly mm. if you don't mind? Oh, go ahead. Did you did you happen to see the video of Chappelle getting tackled by the cat? Yes. Yeah. All right. So did you did you hear about the the conversation that Chris Rock and Chappelle had right after that? Uh no. It was they, they started like joking around about the two you know situations mm-hmm. that had taken place and at one point Chris Rock uh taking a jab at uh, at Will Smith he oh. said he said, he said I got I got slapped by the softest man to ever rap <laughs> <laughs> that yeah? just stuck with me I thought that was funny as shit man but that's <laughs> so what, what was your guys take on that on that fucking well first of all on the slap uh, and then second of all the fucking the fact that this dude was able to tackle a comedian at a fucking huge comedy show. Yeah, but did you see the size of that stage? You know how much yeah. room, I mean, how much space that those security guards have to cover? That's, right. That's, you're asking a lot. You see, not a dudes. single one of them got close to him before they he did tackle him. Oh, no, I mean, you, you, you do see one come into frame like like he's yeah. running yeah. after the dude. Right? But, yeah, but they they all curb stopped that motherfucker when they got oh, him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you, see, you see the photo where his arm was like backwards was, and the yeah. stretcher? I was like, ooh. But they didn't fucking press charges. Nah, they said well, they didn't press charges on the cat because. Well, I'm sure the venue would have, right? Somebody, I mean, that because they said he had a a yeah, fake gun, yeah, right, that, with that, a knife. Yeah, that, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even hear any of that shit. Like, yeah, it's a gun, but there's like a knife at the at the base of the gun, and like, yeah, yeah, he's, wow. he's like because they said it, they said rubber gun. Everyone's like, oh, toy gun, right? And they show the photo, and it's like, no, nah, this was a a knife at the bottom of the gun. I was yeah, like, damn, oh, yeah. dude. So I was like, dude, he was trying to hurt this. Like yeah. he was trying to. Kill well, you hear what happened, happened I mean? afterwards, right? He had a charge for killing someone or something. No oh, shit. Yeah, that's really? I, I, imagine that. I feel like it did. I feel like it was killing <laughs> or he assaulted someone that there was a. They put a charge on. They didn't. Chappelle didn't charge him. Yeah. But later on, it came out that he like they put him on cases oh. where he might have killed his roommate or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, he got hit with a real heavy charge afterwards Jesus or something else. Christ. Yeah, this dude was not mentally sane. To be yeah, honest. well, everybody kept on saying that. Well, when it first happened, they kept on saying that. They were after him because of all the trans jokes that he was hitting on, mm. and how he's transphobic. Even though he fucking, from what the, from what I've heard, he's not. But right, and, and I uh, talked to him. He's not. Dude. No, you're not. <laughs> During the you and Rogan sat down with him yes, and made yeah, 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 that shit out. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a lost episode of a podcast. <laughs> I probably won't ever hear, but it's it's okay. It's like that Wu Tang album that yeah. nobody heard in the year, right? <laughs> yeah, the one dude. that was fucking taken by that shift guy. Million, <laughs> fucking, yeah, dude. Oh shit! But it was like, dude, how the like I said, I mean. I understand the stage is big, and oddly enough, in October I'm going to go to that fucking venue, the Hollywood oh, really? Bowl. Yeah. The Wu Tang's going to perform. Oh. <laughs> oddly enough, Wu Tang and Nas. Uh, uh, so my boy Jules and I are going to be out there, and I was just thinking. I mean, all right, granted, you have a huge venue, but you had it was a Netflix special, right? Yeah. You're gonna have a fuckload of security because yeah. you're having a lot of heavy hitters up there. Right, right. Yeah. How the fuck is this dude going to let him go, man? Like, I, I just for, and you know, kudos to Chappelle. Like his his sprawl game was on. Like. Yeah, you figured they would have taken that motherfucker down. That motherfucker, he, he I think I'm on, I, I think I saw him swing once or twice, but I think it's already with the dude was already on the way out. Yeah. But I was like, man, that's that's some gangster shit though. That's some fucking. Hold him. Yeah. <laughs> he can't hold him on stage in front of everybody. That's why they had to cut the light to the left a little bit. Then you curb stomp. You American <laughs> history that motherfucker. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta curb stomp that motherfucker because like, dude, come on, man. I don't know. It, it is weird because as soon as that happened, like there was. The open mic man is very different. We don't have security. We right. have no one watching there. Like it's, 
if something was gonna do someone, like mm-hmm. it gets someone, it's on, dude. Right. And I'm like, I got glasses, dude. I'm blind. <laughs> I'm five foot eleven. What am I gonna do? You know. Right. And I'm just sitting there, and I, there was that five week, man, 11. that I was at a bar. I'm not gonna say the name. Five ten, whatever, dude. It's all good. <laughs> oh shit! It I'm just sitting here. Yeah, exactly. You always dude. round up. Always round <laughs> up, bro. That's always. What I do with the DMV, dude. They never question. <laughs> yeah, but not by six, man. <laughs> all right. You gotta round like, up. I'm sitting at the bar, man, and uh. This crowd's rowdy, dude. It was yeah. just after the Cowboys playoff loss to I can't remember who, but was this the one? Was this the one, was this the one out in the San Eli? No, no, no. What this, are you talking about? No, this is the playoff loss when they when Dak ran when he should have like called it got out of bounds mm. when he slid and the ref didn't give him the ball and everything. It was just this year. Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't the Niners. Yeah, the Niners. Yeah. yeah. So I get into this bar. I'm looking around, a bunch of Niners fans and Cowboy fans, and we mm. get there, and I'm like. Why would Cowboy fans be at a bar after a loss? Like, why would they stick around? You know, it's, it was a rough loss. I assume mm-hmm. you go home. Nah, mm-hmm. they're staying around, getting blackout drunk. He's going to drink it away. Drunk. away. <laughs> and before I even go up, this crowd is rowdy, yelling. No one's getting a joke in. It felt like a Bill Burr moment when I think about it. <laughs> but I handled it better. But anyways, a woman, dude, it came to the point where a woman came in the bar during someone's set and just goes, fuck everyone here. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, That's fuck you song. to everyone's face. And the crowd is just like, Ah, like they're blackout <laughs> drunk, dude. So I get to that There's point. Some good video of this. Yeah, also, yeah, man, man. I got it, man. I, I'm, I'm like an R&B dude on the mic, right? So I'm a <laughs> oh, soft spoken dude. I'm you're just an R. Kelly guy. <laughs> you be touching the upper for Ray J. Ray J. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, we smooth with it. But okay. as I'm up there, I'm joking around, and this dude in the Cowboys jersey just goes, "Ah, fuck it, I'll do the jokes." And starts walking toward me, and his mm. buddy grabs him, and I'm like, dude. Just snapped. I was like, take that fake ass cowboy jersey off. You Ooh. that Walmart great value brand, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's when it get, the crowd gets into it. Mm. But it turned it a little bit, they got into it a little bit too much. They got on my back too much because mm. all of a sudden I'm seeing half the room of Niners fans and Cowboy fans start fighting with each other, like, this is our guy. This is our comic. Oh, and shit. I made a joke where I saw a woman like talking. She was being supportive, and I was like, I feel like you're gonna throw that beer. And I look away and I come back and I see her homegirl grab her arm and the beer was right here. And I was like, oh, it's getting to that point. To the point where Iggy told me, hey, dog, you've done enough. Let's get you off stage. Because at that point, the Cowboys fan and the, the, one of the Niners, the biggest dude, walks by. Mm-hmm. He gets to me on the mic and just puts his arm on my shoulder. And I was like, are you my security? And he just goes, hmm. And I was like, whew. And I'm looking at Iggy and Iggy's like, he told me later, and I was like, that's my homeboy. I don't know what he was going to do, but you just had the crowd into it. Like, to the point, it was so rough of a night, dude. Mm. The bartender told us, thank you for having an open mic here because I didn't know what this crowd was going to do tonight. He was, like, right. he was getting hostile in here. Well, you were about to instigate a fucking riot. I know. It was, hurt, it was pretty bad. It was, I, normally, my goal is to get carried off by the crowd, but <laughs> that night, that way. I almost saw a beer bottle thrown. I was <laughs> Not like, in that way? Oh, yeah, it was, it was getting to that point. I was like, oh, I don't got insurance. Let's just get out of here, dude. <laughs> I got the comedian insurance. Yeah. They won't even take <laughs> my cash. Dude. <laughs> dude, all right. So going back on the Chris Rock shit, as a comedian, the uh, I mean, there's no from what I've seen, right? Now, like again, I can't talk about it because I'm not a comedian. But from what I've seen, like the biggest compliment you could have is a comedian, a fellow comedian, just shit on you because that's mm. like a huge compliment, right? Because that's why the roast right, right. happened. And the fact that 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 Rock said something that wasn't even that bad, like I've heard w- oh, way yeah. worse shit. You guys say way worse. Like, what do you? What, what was your thought process of that? Do you think that gives people like a green light to go ahead and start doing shit like that? Because I mean, they happen on one of the biggest stages granted nobody sees the fucking show anymore yeah, who watches yeah anymore, nobody right? sees the shit <laughs> yeah but just the fact that it was so blown out of proportion like everywhere right i mean right? They, they, they'd obviously piss them off enough to to keep him away for the next 10 years right yeah i mean honestly man uh 
I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I want to be respectful of people's feelings, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just as a decent human being, I, right. I, I want to be respectful of people's feelings. But do I personally think that that was all that bad of yeah. a joke? No, not, not really. I mean, I, I, I heard them trying to justify it by, well, he didn't know it was alopecia and this and that and everything. And I'm like, what difference does it really make? It right. wasn't, I mean, it was it really that bad of Who a joke? Who knew what alopecia was before that? I did. Honest. Oh, did I you? Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There okay. you go. I, I know. I'll <laughs> agree over here. Asking you shall yeah. receive. <laughs> yeah. Asking you yeah, shall right. receive. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, but. I, I don't I don't think that I mean think about it when you when you look at that video mm. right Will Smith doesn't do anything until until she back. until she make gives him that that yeah. face he was right? laughing his ass off yeah, yeah yeah you know so so I don't know man I I I also think it was kind of a it was kind of a weak slap yeah yeah I mean I don't I mean how how uh, I don't know I made a joke shortly afterwards remember. What, what was yeah. I? I'm trying to remember what my joke was about. <laughs> oh, shit. I said I'd said something like about it. Yeah, I would have yeah, slapped bat. him. I said, uh, mm. especially now that I know he wouldn't have done anything. Right? You know? I would have done worse. <laughs> I would have <laughs> fucked yeah. it. Right. But yeah. then, oh, so all the conspiracy theorists, right? I'm a huge on conspiracy theories because mm. I think it's fucking yes. hilarious. Yeah, dude. So all the conspiracy theorists were coming out saying that that was because Pfizer was a big fucking uh, component of the show, right? They're a big. Mm. Uh, paid a lot of promotions for to you know run their ads and shit. Uh-huh. And Pfizer at the moment was actually dropping a, a, a medication for alopecia that was coming out. So they're saying that it was staged because that's what got people to talk about oh. it, and then they could push their fucking product and say, uh, you know, now we have an alopecia. I never heard that at and all. This never would have happened for dude. our shit. And it's and it's funny because that is interesting because when you see the playbacks and, and I thought when I saw it I was like dude that's got to be fake yeah I thought it was fake right? too well the, I mean, the, the, the slap itself looks staged I mean I'm yeah like, that, that's a that's a trained actor up there right and it looks like an acted out you know right yeah because like, mm. I mean I think when something I think any guy once you get slapped on camera and you figure out it's dude I just got you're not slapped jumping, you're not jumping you're not on doing them? nothing yeah. right, right you know what I mean you're uh-huh. just sitting back you're like wow. <laughs> and granted, I, I could I could think about the other the other way that he's stunned that this motherfucker actually came up here and slapped me tell, and yeah, nothing yeah, happened, you, right? right. right? Uh-huh. But not only that, I mean, a lot of these dudes have that ego that you can't fucking touch me. You know who the fuck I am, and you know are you gonna bounce back on him or something? And nothing, not even not n- nothing well, from I mean, a I dude from New York. One, nothing. Dude, it was just like this, right. I had a moment too where I was like. Security didn't even take a step out. Like this dude's getting on the stage. That's right. not part of the show at all. Like that's why it felt planned. I was like, yeah. why they let him get on there and walk? Like, he didn't just jump on and get him. He like uh, walked he slow to walked. this dude. Yeah, I was like, he fucking pimp walked, dude. I think Jazzy Jeff was in the back, uh, <laughs> fucking giving a fucking <laughs> give hell. No. Uncle Phil's ghost in the background. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah, but what, but what you said there—that's that's super interesting. I, I I hadn't heard that there was any alopecia medication being dropped by Pfizer yeah. at the time. And so that that I mean that makes it all the more likely that it was a completely staged yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, because that, that, like I said, I love hearing these fucking conspiracy mm-hmm. theories because they make you think, and a lot of them are kind of fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. but at the same time, where there's fucking smoke, there's fire. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's fucking interesting that that happened. And like you said, when you see it, it looked staged as mm-hmm. fuck. And I, as you said, when you see another guy going up there with a the swag, ready to, how is nobody jumping in in the middle yeah. of anywhere? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Had that been... Um, Say that that was a female, right? And another female did it. Would something happen? Would they have jumped in? Or yeah, no, I don't think fucking... so. Because I mean, guys are notorious for just sitting back and watching cat fights. Yeah, 
But I mean, I there's got to be. I don't watch them. I but you, you can't, I, you can't say all these security guards identify as guys because now we can't say any of that shit because everything's fucking offensive. You know what's funny though. I, mean, I don't know if you're a big fan of the UFC, but sometimes I watch the fights uh-huh. and they have security guards come in the ring after like a big brawl, like a big main card. Yeah. There's a couple of female security guards. I'm like, who you stop? Like, <laughs> dude, this guy almost murdered another man for yeah. our entertainment for. For like ninety thousand people, mm-hmm. you're gonna stop them. You're right. gonna do something here. I'm like, you're not doing nothing. You would just like get out of the way. I feel I feel the same way when I see the elderly security guards at Chico's Tacos. Oh, I'm like, you're best. not stopping nobody. <laughs> and this is an all cash business. Come on, yeah. Now, yeah, I, I hear you, dude. And like going back on that, like I'm more of a boxing cat. I'm not a UFC cat. I, mm. Maybe because I just don't know much about UFC, and mm. even at that, boxing's been falling off. But I remember when they had the Mike Tyson and uh, Lennox Lewis fight. They had fucking 30 police officers in the ring before. I was like, dude, none of you guys are going to stop this motherfucker. Yeah, and they were all yeah. scared to yeah, catch a punch from Tyson. All scared. Yeah. Like, unless you yeah. shoot this motherfucker, no, you're not stopping. you ain't going to stop a rabid fucking right. dog, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's what was, what's funny to me is that when you see a bunch of these boxers, and actually we ran into uh, Nick Diaz and uh, his brother Nate. Nate. Get yeah. out of here. We ran into him in uh, Vegas one time. My, my boy Vince, he's a huge fucking fan and they're just walking around just them too anybody else a floyd Mayweather, uh even tyson at a point they had security guards with them i was like why do you need security guards if you're the baddest man in the fucking world yeah. you know what i mean like who the fuck is gonna take who the fuck in the right mind when mike tyson before he got thrown in jail is gonna try to take that fucking rabbit dude on right, right. you know what i mean you Nobody. train for eight months or eight weeks to, to get die, knocked out in a to minute. Die for <laughs> in a sanctioned <laughs> bout. Right, you don't think you're going to do some ghetto shit in the streets? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no fucking rules. You can't stop you. Yeah. And yeah, it's been you, ever, you ever see that press conference? I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't know much about boxing. I remember mm-hmm. seeing that press conference from Tyson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was fresh out or what. But he got mad at a reporter and he was like, I'm gonna fuck you till you love me. I was yeah. like, this dude oh, is he's ready a poet. to kill. <laughs> he's a poet. He's a poet. That's a love poem. Yeah, right I was there. like, he is not hesitating <laughs> to hurt you. Like, dude. You're just sitting across the podium, like, I gotta fight him. Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, because they were even showing on his cell when, when he was in there, he'd get thrown in the hole or whatnot. His cell was dented from the door because he would just fucking oh. munch on it. That was his practice so he could stay in shape. Mm. Like who well, the fuck I mean, is gonna stop that cat? And he didn't, didn't he? Uh, there, there was a, I'm, I'm bad with names, but there was a boxer. He was a boxer slash, uh, crip. It was a gangbanger mm-hmm. that that Tyson had an actual boxing match with, and yeah. then and then he took him on in the streets. Yeah, I, I want to say the dude's name was Green, if I remember correct. Yeah, because yeah, they they fought in the streets yeah, and everything. And yeah, he, he, he fucked them up. He busted the guy's uh, eye socket. Yeah, the orbital yeah. or whatnot. Yeah, he. Fucked him up. He has a professional boxer they too. Said, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I heard that story yeah. too. Right? Yeah. He like they, he snuck him, and the guy was like, "Oh, this guy." He yeah, he said that he, would, he he claimed he was sucker punched. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, everybody, like rock. other people that were around, they were like, "No, that was no sucker punch." That this cat went looking for Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went out into the street, and Tyson made quick work of him in a few seconds. Yeah. They said that it was, that that fight was shorter than the fight in the ring. In the ring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about. it. I mean, in the ring, he's he's got. Well, if you're a puncher like he was, he would get the ten ounce gloves. Because I know in what the UFC are four ounce gloves, yeah, ten ounce gloves don't have much protection, especially if you have the the Gletherius gloves, which have they're, they're really light, so you can't even feel it. Mm. As opposed, you're gonna last a little bit longer as opposed to a bare knuckle just oh, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. catching you in the fucking eye out of nowhere. Mm-hmm, but yeah. these guys are, I mean, they train to kill somebody like literally, and we love it. And then now he's like this fucking now he has his own podcast, and he gets, he was gonna start a weed farm. 
yeah. and now I mean shit. He even he's a comedian now. When he came out on the, you ever seen a special? Yes, it's pretty sick, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you told me about it. It's, it's just a great it. story. The one man, man, the one yeah. man show, right? Yeah, yeah. he's oh, that's a crazy story, man. Dude, he's got, he's. If you want to talk about living a life, that motherfucker, and his his original trainer, uh, Costa Costa he would talk about like a lot of what he would do. He would read a lot of uh, psychology books, mm. and he would find a way to basically just put you in a trance to where you're ready to kill a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And they said that one of the things that this dude never found out, which was a trainer, that he never found out how to turn it off. So that's why this dude got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that would like make him happy was pigeons. It was fucking like the yeah, most yeah, wildest yeah, shit, yeah, the right? Calling pigeons. Yeah, right? he'd, he'd that, yeah. be uh, when he lived in, in, in New York. He had fucking uh, the rooftop full of pigeons yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I try to run over pigeons every day in my apartment. Imagine Tyson saw me just one time, <laughs> like, ah, oh, dude, Have you hit one? Mike. Dude, I've tried so many times. No, you had your, you, you even had your Miguel, your Miguel dude, Tyson. Dude, uh, there's a cholo that lives in my apartments. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've never seen this shit before in my life, dude. This dude feeds like a good 60 pigeons in my apparments. What? Yeah. Okay. Does not talk to me. Yeah, I've seen it He looks like Iggy's yeah. brother. Straight oh, up twin yeah, brother. Like and I'm just brother. like, oh, I thought it was Iggy when I first moved there. I was like, oh, dude, sick <laughs> Iggy, neighbors. What are you it's doing? not him. I was like, Iggy oh, wouldn't shit. feed pigeons. He's a normal person. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Miguel Tyson's out here feeding <laughs> pigeons over here. And I think he caught me one time trying to run one over. And the next time he didn't talk to me. And I was like, all right, dude. It's war, dude. It's, I get it. I get it. Dude, it's weird. Pigeons are, to me, pigeons are weird. I think they're suicidal. They like to fuck with you. Like dude, with they their own lives. Yeah, dude. So I see disease, funny. dude. I'm like, oh, I see yeah. Like they want to try to see how I I think they're more adrenaline rushers. Like they want to see how far they can go before they die. Because I I hit one the other day in my truck, (laughs) and the dude was just like standing there. Like I haven't honked at the motherfucker right. Uh, Nothing, nothing. The motherfucker just looked at me, the little fucking pigeon thing. Just looked at me and went about his bit. Like you know, one of the fuck you. I turned around, yeah. feathers fucking everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you would say that. You thought that they were suicidal and stuff. This isn't even a joke, man. When I was a kid, well, a kid, I was in my earlier mid 20s, something like that. One of the bands that I played in was a band called Suicide Pigeons. Oh, shit. And it, and it, <laughs> and it, it all came about because me and, and the guitarist were driving down the street in his truck. Yeah. And, and it's a, a pigeon just came out of nowhere and bam. Just pot. I was like, damn, that's a suicide pigeon right Jeez. there. Yeah, dude, those motherfuckers are wild. Like they give no fucks, right? At all. I, I don't. I don't get. I mean, I you know I understand they get the small brains and all, but I mean, come on. Well, they're all man. All our lives are calling us flying rats, man. I just want to end it. <laughs> Dude, you start seeing. Uh, there's some of my apartments are like brown and different colors, and I'm like, oh, oh that's some Mexican like, pigeons. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yes. get out, dude. No, some those, uh, did you? I heard some shit the other day that. It's supposedly it's good luck if you get shit on by a bird or a pigeon. I've heard that, yeah. I've How heard the that fuck too. is that good luck to get shit by somebody? Oh, man. But, I mean, if it's good luck to be shit on by a pigeon, I mean, it's got to be great luck to be shit right. by, yeah. by a human. Are you going to say that? <laughs> hey, two girls, one cup. Yeah, <laughs> They got the best luck. Of, if you didn't die after that shit, you got the best luck in the world. You can't talk to me no more because you got that poo-poo mouth. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you try to turn around and try to kiss a motherfucker. You know, kiss my foot. <laughs> I'm right my foot in this bitch's ass. <laughs> so, I, I, so I was curious. I, can you mind if I ask nah, you a by question? All means. The name of your pa- podcast, mm-hmm. Word on Fire. The words. We had to put an S on it. The words on yeah, fire. Yeah, we had to put an S on it because the word on fire actually is a fucking... Uh, a religious podcast that we found out. <laughs> we found out it was actually a religious podcast by some fucking reverend. Oh, really? Yeah. And then it's funny because all three of us, or the three hosts, were 
all atheists and shit. So I was like, wait a minute. So we had to put we had to put in that S, and I found that after the fact that we had started. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, we, we had put it in the word on fire one time. I was looking it up when we started uh, on Spotify, and I saw that yeah. Reverend some shit. Okay. Um, Joel Osmond, whatever that is. <laughs> no, Joel Olstein. No, <laughs> that guy for ah. life, dude. It was like Reverend Touch a Kid or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> With the 2022 Subaru, yeah. Dude, those motherfuckers. I'm in the wrong business, boy. Those motherfuckers all banking. I mean, this, this motherfucker has so much money, he going to turn away people during the flood and be like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, dude. go that's with God. That's why I've been dude, forever. <laughs> that's what, that's hey, what you, God wanted. That? There's an Instagram right. page calling out, uh, called some out. Uh, drip preachers or hype preachers, and it, t- it calls them out on their post about mm-hmm. getting like Yeezys, uh, mm-hmm. Red October from Kanye's, and like Gucci belts. And I'm like, oh yeah, all these motherfuckers doing like. And there was a weird, I don't know, podcast interview between two super pastors, whatever they want to call them. <laughs> super but super these dudes are on another level, and they're sitting there talking to each other. He's like, well, why do you feel you need a jet? And he's like, well, because I want to get to the next city so I can go preach. And I can remember all what I want to say. And they just laugh like some weird, evil laugh. And he's like, he's like, I gotta have a jet. I need the million dollars to fly this jet. I'm like, oh, dude, fucking what? Awesome. What? I remember Pac had talked about, I don't know, uh, Pac had put on a, a video, I think, caught him on, you know, talking about all that shit, how, how it's a scam. How he goes, dude, the book, right? Cause I don't know how religious or religious you guys are at all. Uh, but I know like most, most beaners are, 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 raised catholic because they have no choices you know that most of the parents are already catholic so mm-hmm. you default by you know what i mean mm-hmm. by born and he had said he goes dude the book of god it says that you could you're supposed to be able to uh, uh reach jesus everywhere you don't have to go to these fucking magical temples made mm-hmm. of gold and shit mm-hmm. to go talk to them like, why the fuck do they need all this and when you start looking at like little things like that that's kind of like what made me shy away from it because i was like, dude, it makes sense mm-hmm. then you see guys like olstein and um that dude from the 700 Club who, yeah, he's, he's a fucking around, vampire. Dude. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Nobody says. And it's like, dude, you don't, these motherfuckers are walking around with like fucking their three-piece suits. The, what they have on their body alone is like worth almost half a mil. Oh, there right, was one that right. I saw a video. He was in court and they, the judge asked him, why do you need Louis Vuitton suits? He's like, <laughs> I sweat. And that was his excuse for spending money. He had to show paperwork. That's I why. Sweat. He's like, I sweat. And he's like, that's it. He's like, I sweat. These suits help me out more than you think. I was like, dude, like. Dude, do you guys know who uh, Killer Mike is? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen? He did a Netflix special, uh, like a six episode special about you know different things that that would come up to his mind. One of the things he did, he wanted to start uh, a church, <laughs> and then uh, his boy, uh, fuck the. So he had a friend who really never ever much said shit. Right? He was like the quiet cat, just. He was just funny back there. He'd always look. He, he was sleepy. I think his name was like Sleepy some like, shit. Like the friend I, I hope Jordan would be. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, then, and so they started the church, and the church would commune at a fucking strip clubs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this guy would be up there in the chair just sitting there all fucking sleepy and shit. Whoa. And they're like, we got to go by the book of what's-his-face. So he's out there trying to like preach to people to bring them into the strip club. Yeah. It was like, dude, that was the most fucking baller shit I've ever fucking that's seen. Funny. I was like, dude, we need to do some shit like that. Because that's, people will find any, I mean, look at Scientology. That shit is fucking wild. And everybody, you got to pay money to move up. Like, you have levels, mm. right? I don't know if you are. Uh, Seems normal to me. <laughs> I, I like working with you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, look, even at that, like, the reason they said that, that he had a breakup with or divorce that Katie Holmes chick. Yeah. It's because she wasn't about that life. She's like, no, uh, you know, I'm trying to fucking live my life. So after that, have they made him, you know, split up or whatever. 
and they're grooming three chicks to be with Tom Cruise. Like this is you're gonna just know, three, yeah. But the only, only one made it. Oh, like so they had to go through it. I guess a fucking uh, fill in the blank at the end of the team <laughs> who would fucking win it or a fucking. Uh, they had to do the fucking uh, multiple choice questions. Well, you know who Leah Rimney is right. Yeah. So she had a she was in it and then yeah. she came out and she released a couple like Nef- like a Netflix series mm-hmm. and a Hulu thing too talking about it. I haven't watched it because I'm like seems just too real. Where I'm like it's, you always hear about it, but I'm like. What do you know? And I, mean, I don't want to get too much into this. I'm like, ooh. Dude, it's is, fucking isn't, crazy. Uh, isn't John, John Travolta also a Yeah, he's yeah. huge on that shit. Yeah. 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 The, the one I, the one tripped me out, the Michael Pena, the actor from uh, Ant-Man, the little the beaner oh, from Ant-Man. Oh, really? He's, he's a Scientologist. Scientologist. Really? Yep. What? And he had said that once he became a Scientologist, he fucking blew up in Hollywood. Uh-huh. So that's like the hottest thing right now. Uh, Have you so seen the building? Like the actual building? It's well, fucking I've seen huge. videos. It's huge, dude. Like yeah, I saw just... a vlog from like Bobby Lee was on a tour and he drove, he lives there and he drove by and he's like, mm-hmm. that's the actual building. It's like a thirty like, million dollar building. It's yeah. fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, like I said, when you're mentioning about Leah Remini, um, there's another special that had come out on HBO where they would talk about like they would have like so you could get in trouble, right? And they'll throw you like in Scientology jail, mm-hmm. and there's like a little like a like a work camp i guess there they just fucking so you're in there to just clean 22 hours a day then you go back to your fucking little shithole mm-hmm. and whatever food you're gonna eat they just go in and just throw it on the floor and you're supposed to go scavenge it and it's like fucking uh, hunger games and shit you gotta yeah. fucking uh, yeah, take yeah. each other out and whatever happens it's fucking roach infested it's fucking wow. like they treat you like absolute dog shit till uh, you get so your it's, shit it's together. worse than a cult in yeah ways. and if you get out if somehow you end up getting out like say you were in it, right? Yeah. They'll let's, let's send pretend. they'll they'll send people who are in the in the church to stand outside your crib uh, for it's like seven of them that just fucking just just shun you every time they come out just to talk shit the whole fucking time. Hmm. And you go say you go grab a pizza, uh, they go right behind you. Like they follow you yeah. just to fuck so with you. What did you order? <laughs> what did you order? Pineapple and ham, you filthy pig. <laughs> they just fuck with you the whole fucking time. I've yeah. heard of that before too. Dude, it's fucking- I, part of one of the documentaries I saw is uh, them like some video crew. If I'm not mistaken, they were part of what uh, Leah Remney was doing, but they they stopped just outside the 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 property. Mm. <clears throat> Within three minutes, man, the black trucks yep. just coming yeah. up, and yeah, like, what are you guys doing here? It's, it's super secretive, man. Yeah. It's kind of, it's crazy, man. It's pretty wild. Like, how, I like, want in. That's all I'm saying. I want in. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I'm fucking down. It's my kind of crazy, yeah. And again, then this started by a fucking dude who was a huge um, con man. Mm-hmm. After he got released out of jail, he came up with this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking. He's making. He made all this buku dot the uh, Hubert. Uh, fuck is the guy's name? Something Hubert. Yeah, I've heard of Hubert. I can't remember the last name. Yeah, dude, but he was just a fucking wacko, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" So at the end, of, and they don't tell you like, so you know, like in in Catholicism, you know, they tell you you have Jesus, the Father, the Son, the Virgin Mary, all that shit, right? They mm-hmm. kind of give you the end game, mm-hmm. what you want to get to. When I was seen in Scientology, you have to get to a certain level, like an expert level. I guess you got to like level up and shit, right? right. Um. And when you get there, that's when they kind of give you the end game of what the fucking finale is going to be. Mm-hmm. But if you can't afford it, then you never fucking, right, <laughs> you yeah, you never either, fucking right. get there. And then if you can't afford it, you know what the end game is? Gotcha! <laughs> yeah. And then they came out, and I think the end game was something about uh, an alien will fucking come back 
when you die well, with South, the, Park, South Park made an episode about it. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they believe in aliens and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like the, some the, alien world or something. Because when like, you oh. sign up, you sign up for a like, you sign a contract for like a million years is what it oh. is. Wow, okay. So when you die and your soul lives on for whatever amount He's of time is him. left, mm-hmm. the aliens will come and suck up your soul and you're going to be devoted to that alien or whatever the fuck. Sounds and then, logical. And then they drop you in a volcano or some shit. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, if... It's if, gotta be a talking volcano. <laughs> Why not start with that and see how many people go with you? You know what I mean? It's like you gotta be shitting me, man. But then now I start seeing everything that goes on in the world, and it's like, dude, I could see how somebody could be into fucking this alien shit. Because I mean, you go with all the you know earlier we, I made the joke about the you know being a leftist. Uh, dude, joke. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you look at all this politics, man, which is something we always fucking argue about, it's uh. fucking crazy. Like a lot of people won't be able to sit there and have like an honest conversation because you're not blue or you're not red. You can't yeah. be purple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you try to, if you're on the blue side, you're like, well, you know what that dude in the red has a fucking, you might have a point. Now you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Now you're fucked. You're right, right. And I don't yeah, understand I don't how we get there. I knew, I knew it got weird yeah. when, it, when like Bernie was running again and that leak came out where the Democrat party was like, we're not pushing for this guy. Like. He's doing well. They he curbed him. Right. They were like, but well, we don't want him in there. Like his own party. And I was like, whoa, dude, that was game changing for me. I was like, I'm not even political, but I was like, that was, mm-hmm. you're just like, he's doing well. Ask him. We're not going to bring him up. I was like, what? But not only that, he stayed with the party. Yeah. Like how are you gonna, are they going to say you were, you're beating Biden as a lead candidate by like 60 points mm-hmm. out of 65. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, now nah, you're not worth it. And you're like, all right, I got your back. How the fuck do you say that fucking well, same devoted? Same thing with Ted Cruz, dude. Trump was making fun of his wife, and he was like, yeah. oh, say something, say something. After he says it, he's still a good guy. <laughs> I'm still going to support him. And I was like, dude, how do you go home at night? <laughs> like, that's a but he's got a mullet now. Ted Cruz got a mullet now, so he upped his level. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I just don't, personally, I just don't see how, how people don't don't see that that it's just it's just a game. Yeah. You know, and and... You're, you know, all you're doing is getting sucked in when you mm-hmm. when you're choosing one side or the other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's the way I've kind of looked at it. I've come to I've come to grips with it. I mean, I, I don't I don't really feel like either side cares about us. Not at all. They yeah. just want your vote. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's I think this is something I've always said. I think everybody has a boss. That dude answers to somebody. He's just a fucking puppet mm. to talk mm. shit. Right. That's right. all it is. Yeah. And right now we got a stuttering fucking puppet that then you don't know where the does, fuck he's doesn't, at. Doesn't know how to unclip his shoe from a from a from a pedal on at a all, bike. Dude, he, can, he don't know how to use the Velcro on his shoe. He's like fuck it. Did you see the most recent clip that came out when he was doing a speech? And he oh. read that he was like, "Repeat that line." He read it back on the telephone. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's a Ron Burgundy of fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's dude. a Ron. He he's a. <laughs> He's all pause for effect, <laughs> repeat the line. I was like, this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, and man. nobody caught it. The yeah. guys next to him, nobody was like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was just looking at him. I was like, yep, he I, did it. I, I, remember, <laughs> I don't know. Politics got weird recently when I saw like Kamala Harris came vice president, right? Oh. And I watched Saturday Night Live, which I normally don't do. But they had Maya Rudolph, who's actually Mia funny. Mm-hmm. Maya. Mia. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever she goes by, dude. I go by what she what says. she identifies as. Yeah. So she goes, she's doing an impersonation of her, and she says... I'm one fourth of this, one half of that. The entire time, the crowd is clapping, going crazy. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I'm this, I'm that, I'm Asian, I'm this, this." And I was like, "Okay, it's like for two seconds, that's cool." Mm-hmm. The next, I'm like, "So what are you doing?" Like, I don't know what. Yeah, you're, I'm not political. I'm like, I don't care. Like, 
you have all like I'm mixed, but I don't sit here and go, guys, guys, guys. Right. Two percent this. I'm three percent that. I'm four percent this. Oh, like, she like Tiger Woods. Just move on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she like Tiger Woods. She got a bit of a little Shaolin in her. A yeah, little bit. Oh of, yeah, dude. You're seeing a little bit of beater in her. <laughs> you see the documentary about Tiger Woods? No. Oh, dude, that's a good watch. Really good watch. Oh yeah, the whole like. He's been playing golf as a kid, and he came mm-hmm. up, and his dad helped him, da-da-da. Oh, dude, there's a lot behind that shit. I'll really? Tell you what, oh, yeah, his dad, he didn't talk about his mom that much, but his dad, oh, yeah, piece of shit, for sure. I could see that. And then uh, he was on the cover, like, I'll, I'll do one part. He was on the cover of Men's Health at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, the reason he did that was because he was cheating on his wife, with probably a waitress or something. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, some, like, new TMZ dude, whatever, was following them, mm-hmm. and the girl threw out her tampon out the window. This scumbag, dude, like, picks wow. it up. And takes it back to the office to like men's health. Uh-huh. And he tells him, Hey, we got him. We got him. So they call in Tiger, Hey, this is going to come out in the news unless you do a cover for us. And they bring that up in the documentary for like good three to five minutes. Right. Don't really bring it up. After the documentary, I thought there'd be something trending on Twitter like, mm-hmm. Yo, what the fuck? You like blackmailed a dude to do your cover? Mm-hmm. Nothing. No one brought it up. That's just business, baby. Yeah, they're like, It's just business. It is what it is. And I was like, Wow, you guys blackmailed a dude. Like, yeah. in 2000, like in the 2010s, like, it's fucking crazy. Like, I was like, Shit, man. Yeah, that documentary was crazy, man. Jordan hears about some pretty weird stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> He's into thing, that dude, shit. Oh, dude, crazy little things. Uh, he, uh, when he started, like, getting hurt, right? He got injured. Mm. I don't know if you're a golf fan. I'm not. It's all that fucking. Well, I thought so, I thought so too, that he was a big partier and he wasn't taking care of his body. Mm-hmm. This dude was in the fucking Marines training for no reason. That's his dad was in the military, so he would go up to the Marines and be like, can I train with y'all? <laughs> Can I get like, in? Yeah, for sure. We're not gonna. He's like, I think I'm gonna list, but they're like, we'll probably just train you for a little bit. Yeah. And the guy that ran it was like, well, don't don't hit his hands, don't hurt his arms and everything. Mm. The rest, fuck him up. <laughs> so they would beat his ass every day. Really? So he started hearing the news like Tiger Woods has a bad back. They're mm. like, this right. is probably why it ate it hurt his career more because they were just beating his ass every yeah. day at the the military camp and no one really knew about it. And I was like. Damn, Tiger was just going through it at one point, dude. dude. Just weird. You know weird how sad stuff. that makes me that a golfer is tougher than me. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. A fucking oh, yeah. golfer. Oh, right here, like, oh, his back's hurting. Ride the go kart, motherfucker. Like, I wish I could do that anytime I wanted. And I was like, oh, he's getting beat up all day. Okay, I get but it. But I think once you get in used to being shit on, I mean, like you said, he, I'm assuming he got his ass kicked this whole time by his dad. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, no, actually, no, it was more like. Maybe that, but it was more like mental because they, okay. they would go to the, the golf course mm-hmm. while Tiger was practicing. This dude had like an RV truck thing, whatever, and we ching on his mom the entire time. Oh, yeah, so up. it was just mental, like, fuck, what the fuck is going on? Right, I'm just out here chipping birdies all day. <laughs> dad's over here chipping up with women. I'm like, dude, all right, so yeah, that's it, some baller shit. So that's when you realize, like, oh, I kind of see why he did that, like, it messed him up, mm-hmm. you know. So I got yeah, none on Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking looking for a gopher. This dude was planting that right. motherfucker. Dude, that's fucking awesome, yeah, though. <laughs> that, that was a crazy documentary. Man. I get why there was two parts to it. There was a lot to unfold there. Really? Yeah. He, he was on the level. Like, he went to the club in Vegas and party. Mm-hmm. He was on the level of Michael Jordan. I was like, it's golf compared to basketball. Like, right. no one gives a fuck about golf like that. But he was on the same level of partying in them, like, same VIP rooms and everything. I was yeah. like, Tiger Woods. Really? Because he was part Asian, part fucking everything, dude. dude he yeah. was part hundred million dollar millionaire for a while, dude. And how much? Um, how much did he lose in the divorce? Because I know he, I, he, I, he I, never hit. He never hit the billions, right? He was closer. No, no, so. no. But he was definitely getting those sponsorships from Nike, where yeah. like a hundred million. So he was up there, but he he lost triple fi- triple figures. Yeah. Well, look at look at Jordan when he fucking when he got caught 
he was already a billionaire and he had now all of a sudden he was like a multimillionaire after that yeah. and then now he's a billionaire again and now he's got like a 12 year old girlfriend or some shit <laughs> he pulled the journey seinfeld yeah that's <laughs> the way to go you gotta keep him young. that's why i tell my old ladies that when you hit 40 dude i'm about to trade you in for 220s because uh, <laughs> shit i think i think jordan after he retired he invested in a whole bunch of like car dealerships and stuff like that man. yeah I, I know a lot of the guys do that uh, um I know, like, uh, West what's Brick, it, John, John uh, Elway was huge for that in Colorado. He's got, like, oh, really? 30 fucking dealerships. They said Shaq's got, like, all kinds of shit. Dude, Shaq does everything, dude. Shaq does everything. The the general, when I saw him on there, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> the general. Yeah, I was like, these are the most, these are the worst commercials ever. Yeah. Got Shaq, Shaq on though. Him. It's fucking Shaq. How are you going to say no to Shaq? Right. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't done porn yet. Like, he fucking murder shit. Who could say no to Shaq? He'd fuck anybody up, dude. Fuck, there's, there's no security guard slow, for though. Shaq. <laughs> He's fucking slow, though. Oh, but if he catches you one time, dude. That's a problem. If. Dead, if. Isn't he, like, pushing 60 now, man? Yeah, well, he's so heavy, though. He, he pushes, he pushes heavy everybody, heads, dude. He pushes everybody. No one is pushing Shaq around, man. Ah, you see, that, that would have been a good fight. I don't know if you, if you guys are wrestling dudes like Andre the Giant and Shaq. That would have been the shit. You know? Do you Ooh. know anything about who Andre the Giant is? Of course, dude. Oh, you know sure. you know him from The Princess Bride or whatever. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've just, still I, never seen that shit. You've you've never seen seen still it? never seen it. I know everybody's still never you've seen it. It's a good movie it's, or what? It's, oh, it's an amazing movie, it's man. Good. It's yeah. amazing. It's I remember so hearing fun. the documentaries, like watching the documentaries about wrestlers now, which yeah. are like all super sad, and you hear about them. Dude, for they're real. fucking awesome. They're awesome, but also sad. And you hear about the yeah. surgeries, Andre the Giant. This dude would get he they couldn't put him to sleep in surgeries, so he would get so drunk mm-hmm. and he had to drink himself out and they would just do the surgery while he's drunk. Uh, I was like, to, oh. to answer your question, the giant would murder Shaq. Really? Murder him, I think. Well he was very he was athletic as fuck. He was because he used to be a he was on the fucking circus, wasn't he, before he yeah, joined? I believe so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well I know that yeah. he had said that he would shit in the tub. Cause he couldn't sit on the fucking Damn. on the fucking toilet. That's insane. Yeah. Imagine that he's fucking huge <laughs> old fucking turns in the middle of the fucking tub. Yeah. Now this that motherfucker was crazy, boy, and and it is it is sad because like you said, you look at it back now, everybody would fuck with the giant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. though he could have been the coolest fucking guy around, everybody would fuck with him just because of how big he is. Mm-hmm. Like that motherfucker would have to drink. What do they say? Uh, like almost two kegs to get drunk. Yeah, and he was always drinking because he had to find that way to you know because the body was the deteriorating. Body, yeah. Yeah. And, and he said one of the stories that they said that that he was uh, in a bar just fucking minding his business when he was on the road, and some guys just started fucking with him and fucking with him and fucking. With, and he's like, nah, just let him. You know that that's how these guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I don't know something happened that pushed his button that he got up. So the guys tried to jam out. They went to, they're parked in the front. They try to jam out, and this dude like picked up the side of their fucking car. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like these motherfuckers. No, sir, I love you, please. <laughs> See a motherfucker pick up a car, and that's what you want to fuck with, man. Fuck all that, right. dude. If you need to do shit in the tub, that's the last motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with like he. Ain't I remember got, hearing a story. He was, I don't know what movie it was. Maybe Princess and the Bride. But they were like, yeah, Andre and the Giant was on set one day. He just farted, and the whole the whole set had to clear. They were, the whole staff was like, "What the fuck?" And had to get out of there. And they looked back, and he's just smiling and laughing. I was like, "Well, what do you tell him at that point?" Nothing, was dude. he was he in any other movies? I don't. I, I can't um, think of anything else he was in. Yeah, I, I think he did. I think he did like two or three movies, yeah. if I remember correctly. But I mean, nothing, nothing big like fucking Hulk Hogan as a nanny and shit. 
Oh, I was going to say a sex tape. I was like, I knew that more than you saw a Hogan career. sex tape. I heard that backlash from it. <laughs> Not but did you see tape. the sex tape? I think I saw like part we walked into the room in the court case. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't want. That's a lot. If any, I going to see any sex tape. The last one I would see is Hulk Hogan, Hogan. the little no. bald hair. Dude, did you ever see his reality show? Uh, oh, I saw a little piece of it. That yeah. was some white trashy. Ooh, I can see dude, that. They, they don't like his. Uh, they canceled it because his like son like killed one of his friends or something. In a oh car shit! Wreck. Okay, yeah, that's why they canceled. He got in a wreck mm-hmm. of his neck. Get a really nice car, right? Mm-hmm. Crashes it, and apparently, from what I heard, that they had in this uh, moment. I didn't see it, but like Hulk Hogan goes to the jail. He's talking to his son, and his son's like, "Dad, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Like, I fucked up. Like, right. what's gonna happen to me?" And, and Hulk Hogan, Hogan was goes, just like, yeah. "Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, well." Just keep your head up. <laughs> just like gives him no fucking help at all. He's like, well, that's on you. I got to get the fuck out of here. Go wrestle. Like, yeah, I got to go do a leg drop real quick. Well, didn't his wife end up or his ex-wife end up banging out uh, one of the kids friends? Marrying I one of the kids so, friends? Yeah, she like married that? some super young dude. After dude that, that's just yeah. a good host right there. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, Florida, dude. That's just dude. Florida. Oh, the Flor- dude, Florida. Have you guys done shows out there in Florida yet? No, not yet. We want to make it yeah. back, dude. No. You know? Dude, those motherfuckers are wild, boy. I I've love been to, yeah, I've been to Florida. It's a, it's a trippy spot, man. Yeah, I love seeing the headlines of the fucking Florida papers, dude. That's mm-hmm. the most wildest ass shit. Right. Like, there's one that some fucking lady was all cracked out, broke into people's houses just to clean it. <laughs> they should fucking Jeez, like some guy walked dude. in while she was washing the dishes. She's like, "Who the fuck?" And she's like, "Hold on, I'll get the bed right now." <laughs> Just get wow. the fucking cleaning. I remember the first floor I started was when that dude ate that guy's face. When I came to work one day, I was like 16. My boss was like, "What? People are smoking bath salts?" And mm. I was like, "I don't even know what a bath salt is." So I was like, "I don't know what they're doing out there." It's the Florida thing, man. Well, you heard you heard Iggy's story right when he was used to suck dick for crack. I've heard I've it a heard few it times. And seen it. I don't know, dude. Wait a second. Did you say it. you've seen it? Yeah, dude. A lot of, a lot of nights at Dewey's, yeah. you know? <laughs> How much money did you lose? <laughs> That's where the contract comes in. We can't talk about it too far. That's the fucking non disclosure shit? Yeah. The NFD. That's the MDMA. Yeah, because last time we had him on, he started saying, we started talking about shit. He's like, yeah, dude, so there was one time I sucked a dick. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm nonchalant. He's like, yeah, the f- I think he said it was the first time. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean? Back this train what do you mean the first time? We got to put some context in this shit. Oh, shit, dude. He talked about how he tried to rob some cat, and he only had the dude was broke, and <laughs> he scratched him. He had a fucking random free blowjob for nothing. I was like, all right. Just, that's what's called the teaching moment, son. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, shit, dude. Um, He's told me uh, some stories where I'm just, I have to look at him and be like, with all the comics, too, most of them, yeah. just like, you listen to it and you're just like, why? <laughs> Why would you? Why would your brain tell you to do that? Crack's a hell of a drug, bro. Oh, <laughs> Crack dude. is a hell of a drug. Has to be. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm kind of tempted for. Like I'm always like, like, because like you can smoke, you can smoke weed, you can do mm. coke, but I'm like, crack ruins people's family lives and generations. Yeah. Well, you think dude. coke doesn't? I mean, you could you dance though. Like crack would just ruin you forever. You dance? Like yeah, I assume in the movies they dance. And oh, crack, man. no one's dancing in crack. It's always like. Yeah, I didn't see him for years after that. And I'm like, all right, dude. No, so that's why you got to go the other way, the ayahuasca and all that other shit. Isn't that who, who uh, didn't, didn't that shit, uh, that, that shit set uh, Ron White straight, man? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. He just talked about that because um, he was a huge drunk, right? And now yeah, that now he's yeah. off the sausage. He actually talked the, the most recent interview that I saw of him, uh, he talked about how now when he does his shows, 
the 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 drink that looks like liquor mm-hmm. is just Juice. water with food yeah. coloring or something like that. That mm. it just he just gives the appearance because that's what he right. was known for. Right, know? right, so, right, right. But yeah, but he's he's completely quit drinking from I, what I heard. I thought he was retired because I haven't heard of him for like the no, no, long he's, yeah, no, he's, he's still retired. going. No, no, no. He's no? still he still does stand up. Yeah, because oh. I know he he started getting into the golf shit and the golf game with like George Lopez and some other randoms. Oh really? Yeah, yeah that was like one of his biggest thing and. I guess that's when he was sobering up or whatnot. That was his, his outlet. Right, right. No, he's he's most definitely, as far as I know, he's not retired. I know that he's been he's been touring fairly recently. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard in Alaska, I have like some family out there. I think allegedly, I don't know, but uh, they're telling me that, that there's a comedy. They do comedy out there. Which what else are they to do in Alaska? Yeah. So they have a thing. They have a tradition where they'll send shots to the guy on the stage, the headliner. Okay. And they told me I heard a podcast story where they said they would keep. Give, they gave one guy so many shots. He started his set over three times. Oh he, shit! Yeah, he just kept going on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, yeah, the customers are drinking too because they got nothing else to do. Right. So eventually, to the point they stopped drinking and they're like, is guy okay? And he just <laughs> kept doing his set over and over and over. I was like, wow. gotta get that timing right on that yeah, one good dude. joke he had. Uh, gotta make sure it's funny. Right. Oh fuck! So for the people that are listening, dude, if they want to follow you guys and get information about where you guys are gonna be at, where you guys are gonna be. Um, either appearing or your next open mics at work and they get their information from you guys Facebook a foo and his friend yeah Instagram foo and his friend even our like solo pages you'll see our, like our shows right now I got shows going on we got open mic tonight of course but yeah I got a show tomorrow with in you know, Amagordo. We got mm-hmm. a show at Blazing Tree things like that just our pages pretty much our social medias like okay. Jordan Savaya foo and his friend Marco cat daddy Antoine like that's where you're going to find all of our information on our post up. So. so all on Facebook, all on Instagram. Yeah. yeah thank you for much. saying mine, man. I didn't even remember yeah, mine. Yeah, this, this dude, man. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, he's going to pull a Rolodex out and start telling you about shows. Uh, I don't think anybody that listens to this knows what a Rolodex is. <laughs> dude, just before I go off, I had told my son, right? So my son right now is 12. Mm. And I had told him, you know, when it, as far as for people, you know, you'll do like little signs and shit so you can know what they are. Mm-hmm. So I was telling my kid, you know, because I was thinking I was on the mic. I, I think we were recording a show. So I was telling my kid about my phone. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at me and stares at me, right? And I was like, all right, whatever. So when we finish, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Dude, I told you to get my phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know what this what is. This? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, why? Yeah. Opposed, I don't, don't you ever talk on the fucking phone? I was like, yeah, but I have a speaker. It's right here. Oh. That shit just blew my mind because you can't tell a kid like this. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You have to be like, oh, yeah, I got Yeah, you. it's like, I'll oh, just text me. Like, Bitch, I'm telling you, get my motherfucking phone. I can't <laughs> stop. I can't stop right now and be like, hey, dude, by the way. I mean, motherfucker, just. All right. So right. teach your kids right if you don't fucking. Yeah. Dude, like this one where you tell someone, roll down your window. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can't do this. What does that mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mine, by the way. I saw some some comedian do that one time. I just don't know who it was. Oh, someone sure. with windows. Yeah. That's someone with an eighties guitar yeah. from the eighties. <laughs> uh, before we wrap this up, as far as when it comes to like writing material and shit, what's your guys' process for that? Jordan, you first. Dude, yeah. when I first started, when I was going to like six nights a week, dude. I was like, every night. I, I was like, man, if I didn't. Like, for me, I'm hard as fuck on myself. I don't get carried off stage. I feel like I bombed. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, when I first started, I would just so he's write. never done well. Just, just, one of these days, it's going to pay off. <laughs> one of these days, dude. Like, <laughs> like, I'll, like, I record myself in the crowd, and I watch their faces, dude. That's like, it's like game footage, man. I got to yeah, watch yeah. over and over. For me, so, like, when I first started, like, hey, it's like five-minute sets or so. Like, yeah. I would write new stuff every time. do 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 And try to remember it that night as I'm driving up on the highway. Mm-hmm. And as of late... Like I got a little bit better about it. We're like now, I kind of put like an idea or a bullet point. And lately, it's kind of like, 
how far can I stretch this? Like I'll go on the mic and just kind of like freestyle it. And sometimes, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't do, if it does well, that's cool. But if it, if it doesn't kind of go so-and-so or bombs, I'll kind of leave. I'll listen back to it. Yeah. I'm like, you could have said this, you could have done that. And cause I have my cameras, I'm watching the crowd. I'm like, they were interested. You could have got them going or you could have brought something up. Like it's so much like details. I'll like right. go before. And I'm like, so right now it's like kind of like bullet points and like, Hey man, try to stretch this out as far mm-hmm. as you can, or make something funny out of it, and also connect it to something else so you can add it to a set right. instead of a one-off joke. So that's really been my like process. So you go and you pre-set up your camera so yeah, that way you can have it already at hand and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. All I right. got one for me and then one for like usually the crowd sometimes too, where I can just like I can see their faces. Are they if they're not laughing? Do right. they smile? Do they look up from their phone? Do they look at their friend and be like, hey, that was kind of something like just right. any little detail where I'm like I'm watching them. Just to see, okay, do I have something here or do I not? And I'm just yeah. kind of like following Go from it there. Here. Yeah. Okay, and you, Mark? Man, when I first started, I would uh, I would write everything out, like even my intro. Hey, my name is Michael. Thanks mm-hmm. for being, you know, that sort of thing. Like everything. And I mean, so I had notebooks just filled with right. exactly how I was going to tell the joke. And after about a year or so, I stopped doing that. And, and it just became easier for me to think of something funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pop a little note down on my phone, a little notepad on my phone. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then put it, you know, kind of like, kind of like sandwich it in somewhere in my, in my set list for the next open mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bury it in there to where if it doesn't, if it doesn't work, it's not that big of a deal because right. there's stuff before and there's stuff after it that I know does well. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and then, Again, you know, I mean, where do you think this genius got the idea to record his sets from and everything? <laughs> right. So yeah. So Rogan. He <laughs> gave so, a little bit of background. Yeah. That's what he. So, that's what uh, the greats do. Yeah, dude, great, yeah. great to great. You know, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's a good idea. I was like, Rogan, you should start a goat podcast to too. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, a yeah. couple, a couple of the, a couple of the veterans that that uh, that when I started out, some mm. of the advice was that you know you all you want to record yourself, man. You 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 learn from from what you're doing right. out there and you see yourself and you're like, oh, I don't like when I, mm. or I'm saying this too much or I'm, you know, you, you, you see these things, right? right. So yeah, you always, as much as possible. Now imagine I mean, driving home on a highway for 45 minutes, listening back to you bomb. You're like, oh, I could just do a U-turn here and in there. Like no one, no one's going to know, you know what I mean? But I know. Just, just run just off the fucking road. Get a little closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever like unconsciously fucking bitten somebody's material while you're up there doing it? And then just been like, oh fuck! Or have you guys seen no. people that oh, bite? Yeah. Oh, I've seen oh yeah, stolen. That's I've seen oh, yeah. that. I mean, for me, like, yeah. I'll I'll say something and I'll like think back. I'm like, well, maybe that's just kind of because for me, I always worry. And no matter what I write, I'm like, someone said this before. I'll right. throw it away, dude, all the time. Like, and I got to I had to stop doing that. Where I'm mm. like, hey man, make it your own. In a sense, almost everything's already been said, so it right. opens you up to more personal jokes. Where it's better for you to stand out. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like you know what, this seems kind of too close for this. Do you, you have to call it yourself. Is it too close? Is yeah. it too close for this? And you're, it's up to you to decide and be like, you know what, it is a little bit too close. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not, it's my thing. I'll, or I'll spin it somewhere else. So it's up to you. You have to call that shot on your own. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's fairly easy for it to happen if you're if you're studying comedy. I mean, it, it's you, you hear it happening mm-hmm. to even the big ones, yeah, you know, all right. the time, right? right? They're like, they hear something, they go home, they're working on their stuff, they're doing this and that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, something in their head, they remember the joke, but they don't necessarily remember where they had heard it from or anything. And then right. after some time, you start to think it's yours or something like yeah. that, right? I mean, I mean, does that happen? Whatever. I don't know. Personally, I think I'm aware enough on stage to know if I'm even coming close to that line. somebody else's material or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, what I have done, and Jordan's actually been there, and I think he's seen this before, is like, I'll tell 
another joke that's not mine that I think is funny, mm-hmm. but I always let the crowd know that's not my joke. You source it, all right? You see, yeah. you get the yeah. credit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even even if I if I remember the joke and I don't know the name of the person that I that that said it, right? But I remember that it's not mine. I'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is funny, but it's you know that wasn't that's not mine. Yeah. Right, I just right. it popped into my head. I thought it was funny, and I'll share it with you. Mm-hmm. But I will let you know. Right. That's not my stuff. So when you guys see somebody do it, you know, like say you have somebody go up right before you. Do you ever, yeah. when you get on stage, you're like, hey, let's give it up for this guy who can't write his own shit. Person- or do you guys ever call these guys out on it? It's happened. Uh, no, I, I've, it's I, been called out. Yeah, yeah, it's been called out in the past for mm-hmm. sure. I Personally, I would never do something like that on stage mm-hmm. unless unless I was provoked. Okay. You know, if I if I wasn't provoked, then just let it happen. I don't give a fuck what you're doing as long as it doesn't affect me negatively. Right. You go do it however the fuck you feel. Right. Like Whatever doing. works for you and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for me, it's, it's kind of hard to catch because, like, me personally, I, I stopped watching comedy specials a lot. Like, I, just because of that fear of, like, right. I'm going to try to either tag this up or remix it. Or, so, like, in my head, I'm like, I can make this better. So, like, I'm like, nah, I just stopped watching comedy a lot. So, mm-hmm. when I see it on stage, some people will be like, hey, that was kind of close to so and so for that person. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a lot for me to catch where I'm like, yeah, that's somebody else's shit. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I can't really tell sometimes either. Like, I don't watch comedy or I watch other open micers and comedians mm-hmm. here, so I recognize some of their stuff. But otherwise, if big names and stuff, like, I saw some dude steal a joke from uh, Jim Gaffigan. Okay. The only reason I knew because it was a viral tweet, and I was like, "That's word for fucking word, dude." Like all the Carlos Benzia shit. Oh yeah, dude. I know. I'm, I'm sure Joe told you about <laughs> his fucking throwdown or whatnot. It's come up a couple times. I mean, I'm talking about too much. And I know, I think Bobby. So on one of Bobby Lee's shows, he had a I love Bobby. Lee. He had Benzia on, and they're yeah, trying to talk was, about it. What happened about you know? That's I I I've actually hung out with them back in the nineties. Benzia or Lee, both of them when they okay. tour when they toured together. I took them to the Tequila Derby in Juarez. Okay, to party out there. Yeah, back when, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember I I had met uh, Benzia once or twice when he came down here to the, uh, the strip. to the strip mm-hmm. to the old well, the old the one that was strip, on the west the one side, on the yeah. west side. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh-huh. uh, like I said, when I was at the radio station, they had you know it was like uh, now, now, promoting it. So uh, on the one on the west side, are you talking about the one that actually has the red tower or the one the one that was before yeah, that? The one that was, was in the corner there, and uh, that's the one with the red tower right next yeah. to the USC gym or some yeah, shit yeah. like okay, that. Now. Yeah, so across like right across in that in that sportsplex in that little yeah. business park was the original. The original one, one? was right there. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, no, and it was it, it was crazy because when I was hearing that podcast with Bobby Lee, even though he knew he was in the wrong, he's still trying to find a way to justify it. And I was like, dude, just say you're fucking wrong, mm-hmm. and you could get your life back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it worked for uh, get some type of redemption. What's that? Uh, that other chick, Schumer. Amy, uh, Schumer. Amy Schumer stole everybody's shit and just put her twist on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. she was she got away with it because of the sketch show where she had writers, which I right. get. Like, it's a show. It's you're not the guy anymore. But like, but she, she got caught with jokes too. But she also said that yeah, I stole these jokes. Yeah. And then once you admit it, I think people are like, all right, cool, fuck it. It is what it is. And don't do yeah. it again. Yeah, no, but when you fucking like, oh no 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 no, I know what he meant to say was no. Did you just say you fucked up? You fucking made millions of dollars off of it and just fucking go back to what you're yeah, doing. Man, when it came to like Mencia's deal, man, you know, uh, when I watched some of these videos that they put out there, where it was like there was a there was a young woman that that had a stand up of like eleven minute, twelve minute stand up routine uh, in the eighties, man, mm-hmm. and they put that up against something that Mencia was doing in the late nineties, and yeah. it was just like Jesus, right? Man. It was like almost word for word. word yeah that's i mean and like you said there's so much there's so many people out there doing it that everything's been talked about and yeah. it's kind of hard to fucking you know put your like on it or whatnot but mm-hmm. 
at the same time, when you when you go to that route, when it's almost word for fucking word, it's mm-hmm. fucking it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like Dude, god yeah. damn, man. And you notice too, like it's like short jokes. I heard a joke about Gary Owen and Dio Hewley. They mm-hmm. had the same joke when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami. Okay, he's like, yeah, that, you know, well, it's like it's like it's not a shock he wins Miami. Right, it's like choosing Holly Berry or Precious. Right, and they, they they had a story where Gary Owen did that joke first. Got a good reaction. D.L. Healy was after him. Mm. Did the exact same joke word for word. And Gary Owen was like, dude. like They both laughed about it because they're like, dude, it's, it's a simple like joke. It's not a deep thinker. You right, know what I mean? right. Just the opening joke to like get the crowd on your side. And they were just like, shit happens like that. But it's like <laughs> when it's a long bit in a joke, you're like, right. all right, dog. You definitely sat down and like memorized someone's shit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah it's, it's different. But yeah, and then it gets it's weird too because like if you look at this, I don't know how much more time. No, you no, got no, no. But uh, uh, you know, you have it where you the, the it's it's happened where it's these local open micers that watch another open micer uh, rip off some big time comic, right? But then we've also had situations where like I, I've been out somewhere where another comic will be like, "Hey, man, I saw so and so out here, and they did this joke, and it kind of sounded a little close to what you're doing there, man." Mm-hmm. Almost sound, I'm just like, yeah. I heard it. I heard it one time. It happened with Hobo, you know, with the with the Arthur joke, right? Mm, yeah. And uh, and I stopped telling my joke, not not because I felt like he stole the joke at all. He didn't. He didn't steal the joke. Mm-hmm. It was the same premise talking about a cartoon that had been canceled. Okay. And and simply put, I felt like what he was doing with it was funnier than what I had come up with. Okay. So I just I just threw mine out and stuff like that. But it's happened a couple of times where people will come because it's very it's very like clicky also, you know, the right. whole scene and everything. So the, sometimes they try to get you to be like, oh, man, do you see what happened here? That's, that's <laughs> fucked up. Isn't, you know, that's you start throwing down and shit. Yeah, yeah. Start throwing down while you're making jokes. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> start whooping some ass and cracking jokes. <laughs> I'm putting this in my act, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody going to know I whooped your monkey ass. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, again, give, give the people the, the handles where they can find you on Instagram yeah, please, and on Facebook. Jordan. Please. Fool and his friend, Jordan Savai, Marco, Cat, Daddy, and Swan. You're going to see us on Instagram for that. Uh, we have our Facebook page. We also have our own comedy page where we can like actually keep up with the details of mm-hmm. what's going on here, the El Paso comedy scene. So just trying to create a little network of the people here, yeah. man, get accurate information so everybody knows what's going on, <laughs> so where everyone's all together, you okay. know? Mm-hmm. And then your podcast name so they can yeah, find you on Spotify? Fool and his friend, man. Fool and his friend everywhere. Spotify, all, the, YouTube, all the spots, Apple, man. Apple. All those, You're on YouTube and Apple and all that shit? Apple, yeah, man. Dude, well, hey, guys, I appreciate you guys. I know you guys have oh, your man. fucking, uh, your open mic today, so I'm not going to want to hold you guys. Um, but I promise you hold me after this, dude. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like you yeah, I think the word was cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, make, we're going to Scarface it. Oh, get a big old fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, if you don't do it, you got to do it like the dude from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. You got to sniff cocaine off a crack of a hooker's ass. That's how you know when you made it. Oh, that's when you know you're in El Paso, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> no, that's some mescalero shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, till next time, guys, don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick. Deuces. <laughs>